At least I believe so. Is it gone? I think it's gone. Yep, I think we're good. Hey, hey. It's Ryan. It's the Daily Ignorance. Gonna do something different this time, though. I got a whole bunch of shows that I watch. I always see that everybody on YouTube has like a their take on a show that they enjoy. I thought, why shouldn't I do that? Ain't nobody else original. I guess I'll be unoriginal and do the same thing as everybody else. So, I figured the first one I was going to do, since there's a new season getting ready to come out, is motherfucking Westworld. I love Westworld. I love the idea of Westworld. But since it's getting ready to come out, I started over, and I'm re-watching it. So, I figured I'd talk about it until we get to the new shit, that we can start talking about the new shit. Buffalo Trace, by the way. That's what we're drinking. Buffalo Trace on my day off. Day off. How good is a fucking day off, dude? You know what I'm saying? Not having to do some shit that you don't want to do. Or maybe you do. You got family and kids. You still don't get no time. That's why guys get hemorrhoids. Like, I understand women getting hemorrhoids because you got to push out babies and shit. And that's just unnecessary level of pushing. You know what I'm saying? Taking the biggest shit of all shits. Like, who has taken a 7-pound, 11-inch shit? No dude ever in history. If, if you passed a shit like that, you might need a few days to recover. You'd be so fucked up. But you don't have to do that. So women pushing hard like that, you just understand if she got some little balls and an asshole from doing all this stupid pushing. But guys ain't supposed to have that. Ain't no need for a dude having fucking hemorrhoids. He got hemorrhoids because he's so busy and he don't get no time to himself. So he hides in the bathroom and he's sitting on the toilet longer than he should be. And he's sitting there like he got a shit, but he ain't shitting. Doing unnecessary pushing just because that's, that's what you do when you're sitting there. He ain't even grunting, but his body thinks he needs to be doing something because he's sitting in a position that's like... You should be dumping, but there's nothing to dump. So your fucking asshole's trying to turn inside out, pushing shit out. Now you got these balls hanging out of your motherfucking ass because you're trying to get some free time, get away from your family. Because you don't get time. This is the time that you do shit. So this is what I'm here for. I'm here to talk ignorance, and we're talking about motherfucking Westworld this time. I, I took notes, but who, who knows if I can even keep up with the notes that I wrote. I'm going to get sidetracked. The get back is definitely going to be on this motherfucker. So if I get to talking about something and I get lost, you can get at me at uh, the daily ignorance at gmail.com. And uh, what is it? On Twitter, it's TD Ignorance. TD Ignorance? TD Ignorance? Yeah, TD Ignorance. You know what I'm saying? At TD Ignorance. And then The Daily Ignorance. On the gram. And Facebook. IJ and Facebook. The Daily Ignorance. Anyway, you can get at me on that shit. And we can get back to whatever point that I got lost in. Because I'm Buffalo Tracing. You know what I'm saying? Out here in Appalachia. Might not be a lot of good things out here. But bourbon is one of them. God damn, that's good. Anyway, fucking Westworld, dude. First and foremost, it, it's hard to talk about it because I already seen the first two seasons. But I'm going back and rewatching it. So I'm taking notes like I ain't never seen shit, but I obviously have. If you ain't never seen the shit, I'm about to start ruining stuff. And I'm going to be talking about it in my Tarantinian voice. Tarantinian. And just because I say a word that doesn't, exists doesn't mean it ain't a motherfucking word. Understand the context of why I said what I said. Tarantinian because of Tar uh, Quentin Tarantino and how he tells stories. He can't ever tell the motherfucker from the beginning and tell it to the end. He got to start in the middle of the motherfucker, got you confused, and you're trying to figure out just what the fuck the, it's about. Like, what the fuck is this about? Then he go back to the beginning and it give you an idea and then you get like halfway through it. You get to the end right before the very end. And you're like, oh, shit. 
And then you go back to the beginning again. And now you're really fucking in. All he did was make you confused and force you to try to figure out where he's going so that by the time you get there, you actually enjoy it because you haven't been able to figure it the fuck out. It's not that it's good. It's just he confused you. So I'm, I try to confuse, and it, it's probably going to get lost along the way because I'm not Tarantino. But in my Tarantinian voice, I am going to attempt to talk about these episodes one by one. This is going to take a minute. So Anyway, what did I write the fuck down, the question? What was the question? Oh, because this shit starts, first and foremost, What's it like to be an actor that have to sit in a room full of people naked as fuck? Gotta be cold. You know what I mean? It starts with Dolores sitting in that chair, but she's an actor. I don't know her name. I should look that shit up, but I'm ignorant as fuck. You know what I'm saying? She was nice. Sitting there sexy all little. Naked. Not talking. So, like, when they were talking to her and she was responding and her mouth wasn't moving, was she... Were they were they reading her thoughts, and they were just letting us hear? That's what I assume. Anyway, she thinks she's in a dream, which gotta be fucked up. I mean, I know she's a machine, but the machine is remembering things. It, just that idea. I, I'll get into that shit. That shit is weird. But the asking it, the nature of its reality. You know what I mean? Like just asking that every day to the machines means that you're worried that they're gonna turn. I mean, there's security. Now, you got to have security because they're civilians and you're interacting with machines. If these things were to turn and get all wicked, you would be fucked up. The liability suit is probably stupid. But there's probably some sort of real clause in there to keep them from getting in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Since you spent so much motherfucking money to be there. You know what I mean? Like when you go skydiving, it say that shit in the contract. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you die, it ain't our fault. You know what I mean? You're the one that decided to jump out of a motherfucking airplane. Fucking idiot. Yeah, you're going to die. You're just going to motherfucking die. So there got to be some sort of clause in there in case something bad happened. You about to sue this place. They got to protect everything on their end. So I thought the, the, the question was fucked up. But then, what the fuck did I write? Why did I write her life started with Alzheimer's disease? Oh, because of the every every day. How many times did this bitch wake up, walk by her dad, and he said whatever the fuck he was saying? Hey, hey, daddy. Hey, Dolores. You know, going out to check out this motherfucking natural splendor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every day hearing that shit and having to do it over and over and over. And, and and if that's the case, and then all of a sudden these things are going to be conscious, how maddening does that make you? It'd be hard not to be crazy. Like if you're, it, it like, uh, I thought too many things and couldn't talk. <laughs> but I was going to say like Groundhog Day, reliving the same day over and over, and then realizing you're living the same day over and over and over. Like, what do you do when you finally get a day that isn't this repetitive day? Like, what do you actually want to do? I mean, just making them live the same thing over and over and then giving them the opportunity to have their, to, to make their own decisions. I mean, he did that. That's, that's, what the, that's what the reveries are, right? The reveries are away from t- them to see and then improv on their new, uh, their old memories. So what happened, as I explained nothing about this show, is that it starts with them talking to one of the, Dolores, she's sitting there, they're talking to her. She is being asked about whether or not she has ever thought weirdly about the nature of her reality. She's like, no, everything has been great. You know, I go out with dad. We do what the fuck we do every day. It's great. Go to the, go in, in, in town, get whatever we need, tend to the herd, having a good life. You know, everything is good. There, there's, there's nothing bad and the world is great. You know what I mean? And these new people. So then you have Westworld. These things are obviously a machine. 
And then there's this train, and it has newcomers coming in town. She and you're asking about them, but that's just normal people. Like we're going in there to do into the park. It's a park where you go in and you get to play in the world, like in the wild, wild west, and act like you're you're back in that time. But then now there's no rules. You can do whatever you want because these things you can't be killing other people. Or can you? Can you say to your defense that you got in an argument with somebody and you thought that they were a part of the park? You didn't think that they were a real person. He didn't say, nigga, back in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? He didn't say anything to where you were going to be like, oh, yeah. He said some shit and I was like, right. He was arguing and he's real. But if you kill, so people are killing these things. You're killing them and fucking them and just doing all this wicked shit, which gotta be like, how the fuck do you do something like that? You, you went to the park, you knew that the goddamn park has these robots walking around and you get to do shit to the robots, but the robots got eyeballs. You don't think that the park is connected to the eyeballs. They, they are, if, if shit gets bad, the park sees it and shuts it down. So you are being recorded at all motherfucking times. Like, how do you go there and not realize that that is fucking happening? You know what I'm saying? That's some weird shit. But they show everybody having a good time, and then they show everybody coming into town and seeing everybody. And so we're making our way through town, and we get into a saloon, like a brothel. There's a bar and then a brothel upstairs with all the girls and everything. And they're talking to everybody, and you getting to see, this is where it is. It's a bar, so everybody's posted up at the bar. And there's a few of them. It ain't the only one. And so that's where everybody is kicking it. So you're already kicking it within, like, booze, uh, kicking it, sex, violence. It's all in there. And you get it all right out the fucking gate. You walk off the train, and you're fucking in it like Mardi Gras with no goddamn rules. But... Right from the you, what, what did I write? Oh, right. So because they got in there, right? So everybody's in there, and they're showing you. We're walking through the perspective of when we started with the newcomers, and he's talking to Dolores in the beginning about questioning the nature of a reality, and we're following Teddy who is on the train on the way into town with everybody else from the outside world coming into the park. We follow him through town into the brothel to get a drink, where obviously the prostitutes are like, what's up, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? You want some pussy? I mean, that's not what they said, but you know what the fuck I'm talking about. As they walk up to them, and... He's like, I, you know what I'm saying? With no respect, I mean, you bad as fuck. But I'm not, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to pay for a woman's affection, is what he said. And Maeve, who is my favorite character in the show, Maeve, it's like everybody paying for it. You know what I'm saying? It's just we honest about it, and there's a price on the motherfucking door. You know what I'm saying? You could pick it out. And I'm like, I understand like, your ideology by saying that shit, but, you know what I mean? I'm almost positive the chicks that I'm fucking ain't fucking seven or eight different dudes a day. You know what I'm saying? So regardless of what you're talking about, uh, fucking people, like, the chick that I'm fucking has been with, like, maybe, and, and back then, maybe she's been with two people. She's probably a virgin. You know what I'm saying? This bitch is gonna wait till she's fucking married because she's going to hell, and that's all real. You know what I mean? Everybody believes that shit. You're going to go to a place that's going to be miserable. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. They're not doing that shit. But I thought that was funny. I mean, it really wasn't. I'm trying to read these fucking notes. I'm such an idiot. You know what I mean? Trying to, like, talk about something that I can't even get through. But... As they're trying to get with Teddy, Teddy then sees Dolores and walks up on Dolores like, what's up, girl? And she was like, oh, I didn't think you was coming back. He's like, girl, you know I was coming back. You know what I'm saying? And they go out, hanging out. He's trying to fuck. 
she's like, you know what I'm saying? My daddy's like, I can't be out here fucking. You know what I'm saying? We can't do that. And then they come back, and he takes her back to the crib. You know, walks her home like a gentleman. And when they get back there, they realize that something's wrong. And his dad is getting attacked. And the mom. The mom is dead. Dad's laying there. Dad gets shot. Teddy come up. He fucks some other people up. But the creepiness of writing in, right? Because they're machines, right? So Stephen King, yeah, he's he's writing all these great horror flicks, but like in real life, it's like, how do you think like that? Like I think fucked up, but that guy thinks like all those fucked up, crazy, scary movies. Like you a person, you walking around thinking shit like that? Like that's scary, right? So those type of people are going to create those type of machines within this part. So that's who's up there killing on Dolores' family and shit. Up there talking about you shouldn't have killed her mom. I was trying to fuck before you did that. You're like, well, I'm saying she's still warm. The bitch is bleeding still. You ain't nobody judging. Just go over and fuck her real quick. You know what I'm saying? Only gonna hit like 10 strokes for you busting that. Just get it over with and come the fuck on. Gross. Gross. But they created them. There's all type of crazy shit in this place. <laughs> That's funny. I wrote down women riding horses. <laughs> because when, when Teddy went to take her back out there to the crib uh, after hanging out with her, they got on the horses. Because you ain't walking and ain't no cars. You're on your horse. And I'm thinking, how strong were girls' legs back then? You know what I'm saying? When that was how you had to get around. You know what I'm saying? Like, if those bitches kicked you, it'd be like that UFC MMA shit. Like them bitches. Like them bitches that are doing thousands of squats. Like if she kicked you in your leg, you'd be fucked up. If Dolores kicked you in the leg, you'd be fucked up. Out there riding horses all goddamn day. Her bottom half is strong as fuck. Uh... But just the the whole idea of asking those things, if, if they are aware of the nature of their reality, and and understanding that these people come from outside of town and and have can do like godlike things in front of you. Are you okay with it? Do you understand it? And as a machine, she's like, they can just yeah, they can just do what they can. You know what I mean? Like they whatever or whatnot. I'm not living the same day. All my days are different. And, and not being aware, but there is obviously a fear right out the gate. We just started. We ain't but fucking, we might be 10 minutes into an hour and already it's like we paranoid about these things getting conscious. Because that's what everybody talking about now, right? Before Stephen Hawking died, he was even like, this AI shit, this is the weirdest shit. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be scared. If, it's, if, if for some reason we get into the thing and it realizes it doesn't need us, why would it keep us around? You know, you got to check this thing and make sure it's okay. Because that's all the internet really is, right? The internet is like a brain. And it's just a whole bunch of information just running around. But if you could, if you could take all that info and stick it into like a singular being, and this thing is walking around with the motherfucking internet in its head, crazy dangerous, crazy dangerous. The smartest thing moving around, making decisions, looking you in the face. It, it, it would be ridiculously creepy at how manipulative and... Uh, I don't know, evil incarnate, this thing could be. For just moving on logic with the information that it is given. It is making logical decisions that maybe you can't even perceive because of the information that it has. And reshape the world. So, let me ask you a fucking question. You ever question the nature of your fucking reality, you fucking thing? Do you remember that I fucked you in the face a few weeks ago? 
I don't want you to be mad at me. I've been doing that for years. How weird is that? You fuck a thing. And what is it? How comfortable are you with the fact that you know it's like you're sharing sex toys with strangers? How many people have fucked the thing that you're going to go fuck? You know what I'm saying? That's some nasty, nasty shit. Are you 100% sure that they are sterilizing and cleaning these motherfuckers? They ain't passing around STDs and shit. Now, we are in the future, obviously. So maybe diseases and shit are gone and people don't have to worry about those types of things. Or that medicine is moving so hard that that you don't have to worry about getting diseases because they can recreate and just cure any disease that pops the fuck up. But still, I don't know too many people that are sharing sex toys with strangers. Like, oh, yeah, that thing looks dope. Let me try that. Like, no, dude. Fucking gross. But that's what everybody's doing. So that that's happening right out the gate. Mm, tone that down. You wash that guy off. I mean, look at that chick. That chick is bad as fuck. Everybody has fucked that thing. Look at that thing walking down the street. Jesus Christ. Look at everybody looking at her. That bitch gets fucked. It's hard. You got to get in line to go fuck that bitch. How long are we here? We're here for 24 hours. When's that bitch go? Look at the schedule and see when that bitch goes to sleep. I'm run up in her room and get her real quick. Think she'll yell? She'll probably yell. I don't want to be all rapey. That. How many people are raping? Man, right in the beginning of the show. So they're talking about... Uh, the reveries, these new things that uh, Ford, who is the creator of the machines and the technology that makes this shit work, they are doing tests, and one of the tests are with one of the hookers, who is is weirdly like gorgeous and ugly. All at the same fucking time. She like looks like an alien. She doesn't look real. But I, I don't know. She's gorgeous, but she's not. It's it's so fucking weird. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like I'm super attracted to her and oddly grossed out all at the same fucking time. I don't understand it. But it just is what it is. But they're checking her out how she's moving, just like if she's just sitting still. And she's sexy as fuck, but she doing little things that like a normal person would do, which is super creepy. And they're checking that out. And he was explaining that he calls these new little improvisations that the machines do reveries. They are opportunities for the machine to file through its memory bank and then have an emotional cue from some distant memory that it has in its system and make a move off of that, which looks crazy natural. Now, the, the, the scary thing about it and what I thought immediately was, I don't know that I thought it immediately, but now this is like the third or fourth time that I've started watching this. This might be the third time I've seen this episode. But... I thought, oh, shit. I just lost my motherfucking thought. I took a drink of Buffalo Trace and it threw me off. God damn it. What the fuck was I talking about? Don't let this be the move. I'm talking about the reveries and um, yeah, talking about the reveries and then it being a way for them to file through their old memories a way to build consciousness that shit was scary that shit that was super scary just the attempt to make the thing conscious but i mean if you could and then you're downloading information into it to allow it to maneuver and then have a consciousness based on whatever it was that you initially put into it you're essentially creating beings. It, 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 it's like if if you could capture your own uh, thought process, like if we as humans could be downloaded, everything about you downloaded into 
like you know what I'm saying, a little fucking chip, whatever, and then upload it into that thing, you'd be able to live forever because these things ain't breaking down, taking care of themselves. You know what I mean? Especially if you had the tools in house, you could do all your repairs on yourself, being aware of it. You would have the machines there. You'd have the computer. Something would go wrong. You'd be like, what's wrong? Open up the motherfucking computer and be like, oh, nigga, it, it looks like I'm about to have a fucking heart attack. Look at my fucking shit. Like, hold on, man. I'm going to be late. I got to do this shit. Like, all right. And give yourself a heart makeover. Make that shit brand new all over again. And just living. And being human. And not reproducing. That's a big one. Population control. Because you're actually making people that can help. You can still make people. But we haven't even gotten into that. You kind of see it. They show like a thing where there's like these skeletons and they're putting them in this liquid. Looks like it came up out of the liquid. And then they're like building muscle tendons. and That shit is dope. That shit is so dope. But I can guess shoot each other. Yeah, I, I don't think they can. I mean, you're obviously going to get in trouble for it. I already said that. How big is the park? How big is that motherfucker? You know what I mean? In, in the photo, in the thing, now I've already seen it. Now, in the photo of the map, the map is gargantuan. I mean, if, and especially if it's an island. But we know, we don't know yet, but since I've already seen it, spoiler alert, if you're listening, that it's it, there were Asian people in, in season two. And so I'm aware of that. I, mean, I wasn't trying to blow it if you're listening, but it's hard not knowing. I meant knowing and then talking about shit. Anyway, so where were we? We were checking out people from the saloon and the new reveries that he's doing which is now causing disruption throughout the park because all of the motherfucking updates that they've made. And they didn't do it to everybody, but they did it to what they're saying, a couple hundred of them. And they have the ability to go through their memories. But the problem is, is because they're going through their memories and they're in the whatever, what they would call a build, like whatever character that they have them playing now, meaning they've played other characters, you know what I mean? Have different lives with different whatever the fucks. They would be going through memories and seeing memories of different lives and not understanding why that was a different life. That would be fucked up. You know what I mean? You Like, it's a dream, but you're like, man, that shit is real. Like, I remember that. Like, I could walk to that town. That was a couple towns over I lived at. So... That starts fucking up a whole bunch of other shit in the park. Like that a couple from the outside, you know, humans, went out in the woods to go hunt somebody down, go on an adventure. And one of them malfunctioned. Like, that'd be fucking scary. Because these things look real, and then they start malfunctioning, and you realize that they're not. Fucking machines, dude. That got to be scary as fuck. But how many people rape? In a place like that, you don't have to rape. But the reason that I wrote it is because after they were doing the reveries and checking out that badass, weird, ugly bitch, um, the the girl, what's her name? Damn, what's her fucking name that works there? That was hanging out with Bernard. Bernard and her were checking out and talking about Fords, who is the creator, the reveries. He got up after they talked about it and walked out of the motherfucking room to go do something else. And the girl that's working with him kissed that motherfucking bitch all up in the mouth real hard. Now, the thing is a machine, so it ain't real. So do whatever the fuck. 
But isn't that still kind of rapey? Or is it you control it so you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to it because it ain't real? But to do it, I don't, I don't know. It, it seems kind of rapey to me. Super weird thing. But I guess you could turn it on and then force it to be into you and just fuck it anyway. So I guess that just wouldn't matter. How many people do that? You know what I'm saying? I got some time. I'm going to go. You get to go to the park for free because you work here. You know what I'm saying? You get off work. You don't even go nowhere. You just go to the fucking bar, change clothes, get in the character, and go to the bar. Go fuck something. Get drunk. Be mad in a bad mood. Go kill somebody. I don't think I'd be able to kill anybody. Like, even though I know it's not real, for all the emotions that people go through when something bad is, especially like you were stabbing somebody, I feel like it would be the scariest thing ever. And you don't, unless the thing was attacking you where you actually feared for your life. But I don't think before these reveries that anything like that would happen so there's no reason to fear for your life unless you're out there on some adventure that's crazy in the middle of nowhere it's dark you get scared you shoot something like all right i get that but anything else i I just can't imagine doing it uh so we watched that. What happened after that? All right. They were having a conversation about what was popping off with the fucking reveries because there was being all these mistakes out in the field. And they're like, something's popping off down in storage. Like one of those things is awake. And so they go down to check it out. And it's Ford messing with some old motherfucking, old, old like first world, uh, robot, one of the first ones. It don't move as well and, and look as human as these things do. But he's down there talking to it or it's talking to him or whatever the fuck he's doing. But he was having a conversation with this thing and this thing's having a conversation back with him. And he's probably had it a bazillion times. But he, at the end... He toasts the guy. The guy toasts Ford and says, should we toast to the woman in the white shoes? And I'm like, who is that bitch? Is this thing just talking or is that a chick? Because that's a story I want to know. You know what I mean? I like cheers into a lot of things. Who's this bitch in white shoes? Is she bad? Does she have a fat ass? What's she look like? Who is that bitch? Why are we cheersing her? Did we just see her? Did we both get her? What is it? I don't even know. He wasn't even impressed. He had heard that shit so many times. He didn't give a fuck. But there's a reason. You wrote the programming. You know what I mean? You're the reason that the thing talks the way that it does. So why is it talking about this bitch in the white shoes? Who is she? I want to take a drink for her. Let me know. Fill me in. What else did my dumbass write down? So, we're trying to figure out what the mistakes are happening. There's all these mistakes happening within the park. This big-ass park with people walking around, and now these fucking living creatures that they have created are walking around and fucking up. And who knows what happens when they fuck up. So... You got to keep the park running and making sure that the guests aren't going to be harmed because you want people to keep coming. How much does this place cost? It's obviously on an island, so it costs dough out the gate because you got to fly to wherever the fuck you're going. Then you get to pay to do whatever you want to these things. Fuck them, kill them, cut their heads off, whatever the fuck. Because they're just going to put them back together. Like, you know, like how much does it cost to do that? Obviously, it's not that big a deal. They're just 
putting them back together, but Jesus Christ. It has to cost tens of thousands of dollars. It can't be cheap. But why does the picture fuck that guy up? I understand why when he found it. So we we leave and we see that Dolores' dad is getting the herd together like he does every day. And but on this day, the herd kicks up some dirt and there is a real world picture in the motherfucking dirt. And he sees it. It's some chick look like she's in like Manhattan or some shit, a whole bunch of lights and shit in the background. And he's looking at it like, I ain't never seen no shit like this. Like, who is this bitch? And where the fuck is she? Like, what is that shit? You know what I'm saying? Where I'm from, it's like 1775 or some shit. And I don't know what the fuck that is in the background. He showed it to Dolores, and Dolores was like, it don't look like nothing to me. Like, she can't see it. But he could. So I got two questions. How was he able to interpret that he didn't understand what it was in the photo, understanding that it is something. He just don't know what it is. And I've already seen this, so spoiler alert already, Dolores is awake already and playing like she ain't. So is she aware of what that place is? And just acting like it doesn't seem like she's just playing dumb. Like, she got to be playing dumb. I won't get too much into that. But that still throws me off a little bit. But this fucks him up, and he don't do his daily routine of whether or not Dolores is on her way out to catch her, capture some of this natural splendor. He stays up all night pondering over the picture about what it means and what it is. And he says that he understands. He asked a question, and when he asked the question, the answer to said he understood what the answer would be, and because he understood what the answer would be, now he doesn't know how to do anything. He doesn't understand because that means that the he, he that nothing it means so much that he tries to explain it and he can't fucking talk, which means he understands that his reality isn't real, and that he isn't real. Like, how fucked up would that be if you realized that you was in a simulation? Like, isn't there, like, one of those things? Like, simulation theory where somebody theorized that none of this is real? Kind of like the Matrix. Like, like we're just computer-generated things. This, none of this is real. The universe ain't real. None of this is real. We perceive it to be real, but it's not. It's all some sort of simulation or some shit. I don't know. Whatever. I feel real. This Buffalo Trace feels motherfucking real. I'm digging it. But uh, he ponders about that picture all night, and it fucks him up. And so they have to bring him back in to be like, damn. You know what I mean? These reveries are really fucking people up. And they see that he's jumping in and out of all these old memories. And that he is all types of fucked up. So they're like, you got to get this situated. We're going to have to shut people down. So they do. So they recreate, they create a scenario where all of the infected parties are going to be terminated. And uh, that way they can get them out of the storylines that they put together, which would be hard as fuck, right? Who knows? How many bodies are running around the motherfucking park, right? And then you have to write a storyline for every one of those motherfuckers and then have them have the ability to some, somehow improv on how to react if interaction from the outside world happens. I mean, that's a different level of intelligence, so what year is fucking Westworld? You know what I mean? It isn't remotely close to where we are. It has to be at least. I, I, I mean, right? They be wrong about time. 
it, that it'll say like 200 years in the future. And obviously, from 1900 to 2020, there has been an abrupt uh, increase in just all around holy shit factor within technology. I mean, 100 years, it was real. So in another 100 years, it'll probably be amazing. But like, not five, like in like a thousand years, if the human race is still alive, like it'll be fucking weird. How far in advance are we in this shit? Because I like the idea of creating brains and putting them into things so that you could survive. Longevity. Immortality. I mean, you don't want to live forever because you're going to get old and have a terrible shitty half. You ever seen like super old people? My grandpa was old and just wouldn't die and couldn't do shit. You know what I mean? People be like, I don't want to be that old. I want to be alive. I ain't trying to fucking die. But I don't want to be alive forever and be decrepit and not be able to move. But what if you could be somewhere in between 28 and 32? I mean, you would say like 22, 25 and be that young, but I don't want to be that young. Like somewhere in between 25 and 33, I'd say. You know what I mean? I could deal with somewhere in between 28 and 32. Like back like that. Like if I could be that, like that, and then never age and just stay there, you, you, you might just do that forever. It wouldn't be a bad thing. But where were we at? Oh, Ford's talking to Dolores' dad, and he's all freaking out, and they realize that they're going through all of their memories, and it's fucking them up. So they have to fix the machine. So they set up a scenario where everybody comes to town. There's a big shootout, uh, and they get all of the infected and pull them out. Most of them are fine, except for Dolores' dad who saw the picture and he's fucked up. And so they're out looking around for everybody else to see if anybody else is fucked up. And now there's a new scenario where one of the characters that, you know, normally is about killing a whole bunch of people and he's kind of like a maniac. He, he kind of went off the deep end. If you can make a psychopath go off the deep end. And he's killing everybody, except for the guest. You know, because you can't kill the guests. But he's killing everybody else excessively. People are already dead. He's still shooting them and shit. He's been shot a lot, and he's not dead. He's talking about not being dead and not going to die. I'm, I'm done dying. I ain't doing that no more. Something about Arnold. I ain't doing that no more. I don't give a shit. But they show up and shut the shit down. To shut them all down, everybody keeps moving. They pull them out. They're going to figure it the fuck out. And, like, all these people showed up in, like, like contamination suits. You know what I mean? With, like, headgear, looking like astronauts and shit. Yeah, the tech people that we know that are part of the show that are obviously the stars, they're in regular clothes, like going to work clothes. So why the fuck can they go around and talk to the guests and be look? I mean, to the machines and be looking at them and not be in the motherfucking the hazmat suits or whatever the fuck that is? Like, why are they in hazmat and nobody else is? I don't understand that. Is it because you don't want? I, I, I don't even know. I can't even come up with a reason that they would be because they're still touching them and being around them and breathing on them. But it's because they're going to do the experiment and they want to take themselves out of the equation when they start trying to figure out what the fuck. I didn't even touch this thing. Let's figure out what the fuck's wrong with it. It can't be because of me. I don't know. I thought that was weird. Uh, oh, dude. When Ford was talking about... So when they were trying to figure out everybody was mad and... and the machines are acting weird, and there's something in the basement. And they figured out it was Ford talking to that old thing. He started talking to that thing and then talking to Bernard about Lazarus recreating the – coming from a, a, what, what the Lazarus pit, coming back from the dead. 
And he was talking about what it means that we can make things that are so human-like and making decisions and doing shit. It means that the human race has evolved to its peak. It can't get any better. And so we are non-existent. We don't need to be here, which I don't believe is true because if you were making these things and, and giving them consciousness, they, they, you just don't make them and then they just do what they do. You have to give it something to do and then it, it runs with what you gave it. It can make its own decisions then, but it has to have something to start with, and that's what you do. If you have the ability to take yourself, take your motherfucking consciousness, and put it into a thing, then be, you would live forever. It would be fucking amazing. But that's what he was talking about, which is what this is all really about, is trying to live forever. Uh, oh, you got the old creepy guy who, when Dolores in the beginning was trying to get back to her dad and all them getting shot, shows up, kills Teddy, and obviously is going to go rape Dolores because, you know, that's what people do. Well, he's walking around the park. And he said he's been there for over 30 years hanging out. So the place is at least 30 years old. And he's saying that there's a deeper game. Most people just show up here and, you know, drunk, fuck, kill, whatever. But if you go across the land, and who knows how big the land is and how far this game is actually played, the further you go, the more intense the park is. And, I, and he's talking about there's a game that people don't seek out, but he is aware of. And he is going after the game instead of getting caught up in the rest of this horse shit. And I think that is going to be interesting. I can't say that I think it's going to be interesting. I already know it is because I know what the fuck happens, but I'm over here watching it thing by thing, and I don't want to get ahead of myself. So go fuck yourself. I'm trying to get good at this. I'm new to it. If you don't like it, you ain't listening anyway. I'm over here by myself. Well, I'm not by myself. How, how dare I not say that I just is what was sitting here doing this? Oh, I, I don't have to? Okay. It's too late. I started. The magnanimous. The magnificent. The gorgeous. The eye roller. Bitchy. Shoot you in the face. Kick you outside, spit in your face. Beauty from the country that hails the most beautiful women. Jordania. Miss Jordan Young. Well, you were here, and I didn't know what I was talking about. But thank you. Uh, you know what was cool about it is all the music that kept coming up. You know what I mean? Like I heard uh, Black Hole Sun from Soundgarden on the music. That was cool as fuck. And then when the people came into town, I can't remember the name of the song. I can't even remember who it is. I think it was Nirvana. I think. I can't remember. But it was fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? To hear it like that. And it was like done like on the Western, on the piano thing. It was fucking cool. The modern music, the modern music set back in like Western days, hundreds of years in the future. Super fucking cool. So that's cool because it shows the longevity of our culture. Now, did they just play that music in the park? It was in the park, right? So they played the music in the park which means the music is from Earth. We have, we have to assume that we're on planet Earth, right? I, I think we have to assume we're on planet Earth, I think. I think we have to at least. But, will you get that for me? But, did you come up with three of those motherfuckers? Impressive. <laughs> But 
What was I talking about? Where was I? Uh... Oh, right. We on planet Earth because if we are, it means they were aware that they played Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun, on the motherfucking thing, which means that's like classic music that they're playing up in the park in the Westerns, making it like it's old music. Because if it's hundreds of years in the future, or however far, you would start getting lost on when motherfucking time is. I remember like an old girlfriend of mine, her little brother arguing with me about uh, Lose Yourself being on Eminem's first album. It, It was the first understanding of me getting older and looking at somebody and being like, what do you mean? Like that was part of that movie he made. That was way after his first album. You're not old enough to remember it. Time gets in the way and you start just grouping everything together. And that's what that is, right? You took Soundgarden, part of the fucking, uh, what do you call it? What do you you call those guys? They're not like the the rockers with the fucking makeup. You called it alternative music. Those guys, them alternative rock dudes, that's who they were. It, it was a fucking Western like John Wayne and shit, but it didn't matter. It's all grouped into the same thing because it's so far in the future. It doesn't fucking matter. Listen to this old school, dumb music. Like what type of music is popping off in the motherfucking future? You know what I'm saying? Like what are they popping off listening to? Like listening to this old shit. We're going to put on some fucking boots and a cowboy hat. And they said this song is called Black Hole Sun. But I thought it was really cool. It was a super nice twist. But uh, in the end of the show, it goes back to the beginning about them asking her as she sits there naked. Has she questioned the nature of her reality? And is she aware of where she is? So it starts back from the beginning. She's sitting there in the dark. And they ask her whether or not she understands where she is. And she's terrified, she says. And that fucked me up. That this thing, first and foremost, understands the definition of uh, terrified. And then has the appropriate reaction to being terrified. You know? So if these things are being conscious and have the ability to be terrified, and then what type of situations would you put yourself in and then defend yourself from if you were terrified and then can't die? Super fucking scary. But throughout the whole show, they were showing all of these motherfucking flies on people's faces. Like they wouldn't be moving. They would pause everything and a fly would show up. And be moving on someone's face. Just showing you how this thing's not moving. It ain't real. And that we control it. And they asked Dolores one final question before the show ended. They asked her, you know, have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? And she said no. And they said, would you ever hurt a living soul? And she said, no, never. And they showed a fly on her face. And she killed it. And not only did she kill it, it was jumping back and forth the scenes of them taking all of the, what, couple hundred of malfunctioning machines uh, and putting them in storage. So it was like a double end. It was the end of those machines being out on the floor. And then it was the end of Dolores' innocence. Like she she said she wasn't going to kill a living soul, but she did. Now, was the fly fake too? You know what I'm saying? Was that a real fly? Or was it not? You know what I'm saying? Like, And do these things shit? They're eating and drinking and pissing, right? Because guys like fucking, so like you fuck a chick and she's coming 
and it's all moist and all that shit's happening, right? Because if you're giving dudes boners, that's what chicks get moist is, right? And I know you don't like the word moist. Go fuck yourself. I like it. It's fun saying it. I like that when you say it, it makes people fucking, like, grossed out. I don't know what that is about it. Why I'm an asshole, maybe. It's fucking funny to me. It, may, it might not be funny to you, but it is to me. It's fucking moist. But anyway, that's what happens to a chick. That's like a fucking chick boner. Like, when she gets moist, that's what the shit it is. Which, by the way, isn't fucking fair. You know what I mean? For talking about a whole bunch of shit and that we get away with everything. And I know before I get fucking yelled at, that's like, you know what I'm saying? Who cares? That you get to walk around with boners. Chicks get to walk around with boners all the fucking time. You don't think a chick could get a boner? Like, a dude can't get a fucking boner. He be turned on. He got to tune it down. At all times, he's being told to tune it down. You showed up. You been nice. You got a nice skirt on. You touching any shit. You smell good. I ain't allowed to say shit. I can't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a rabid dog over here. You hold me fucking hostage. I should be able to say shit. I should be able to be turned on. But I can't because I can't mask it. And I'm not good at it. But a chick will walk around dripping. Dripping. She could be laying and sitting in the seat with her legs crossed and shit. Just rubbing herself. Busting nut right in your face. You wouldn't even fucking know it. Just over there grinding. What's wrong with you, bitch? I got a stomach problem. That bitch sounds like she got hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> but it was definitely a move. You could feel like, all right, there's a change coming. And, and you know it's going in the direction of these things waking up. You know what I mean? That That's the whole interaction. But it's like, all right, if they do wake up, then what? And that's where I'm excited to get to. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, and that was pretty much the episode. It was just an introduction to the park and where things are. We didn't really get into any guests or anything, you know, but we did get introduced to, I think, all the characters, not all the characters, but the main characters we got, you know what I mean? So we have Dolores, who's the sexy blonde, and her dude, Teddy. Uh, Her dad, I don't know her dad's name. He said it at the end, but I don't know it. We have Ford. Ford is the creator. You have Bernard, who is who looks like Ford's number two, but then you have the lady who is like an outside source that's like the chief operator. She's overseeing everything. Uh, you have Bernard's underling girl, whatever her name is, can't remember. And then go back into the the characters. We had Maeve, who was running the saloon, the the brothel with, what the fuck is her friend, the alien-looking bitch? Man, she's, like, good-looking but ugly. It might be the ugliest bitch of the world. I love to call out an ugly bitch. You know what I'm saying? My chick is an ugly bitch. It's fun. Look at this ugly bitch. God damn, she's gorgeous. Fucking hate her. You know what I'm saying? Because when someone's like so good looking, it's like almost annoying. You know what I'm saying? Like he's walking around good looking like that. Like no makeup. Ugh. Go somewhere else. Like where'd you come from? Why you look like that? It's it's distracting. You you have to have a conversation about it to get it get it all get it out of the way. But now you're not allowed to do that. Like I couldn't be around that bitch and not say some shit like that. What's it feel like to be good looking like that? Like, do people like talk to you all the time? Like, is everybody gawking at you and shit? Like, look at you. What's it like to wake up and look yourself in the fucking face? Are you like, man, I'm good looking, or I look weird? Cause like you're so good looking, you look weird. Like you could be an alien. Like that bitch ain't real. That's what I really think. I'm, I got a theory. That that, that's not a real bitch. They be talking about lizard people and stuff. <laughs> they talk about wizard people or lizard people. 
or whatever that is out in Hollywood, whatever them conspiracy theories that I haven't really heard of, but I mean, I think it's a thing that people think that, which is fucking weird. But that's what that bitch must be. You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't human, and this is her or its version of what a chick looks like. And this bitch, I mean, she's bad, but she's fucking ugly. But she's bad as fuck. Ugh. I don't know what that bitch is. She ain't real. But then you, if you see the credits afterwards where they're talking about the episode and then it, she's talking, it's like, damn, that's a real, that's a real person. Like, she actually looks like that. Like, that, that came out of somebody's vagina like that. Like, what the fuck is that? I, I don't understand it. It's the most confusing thing I've ever seen. I ain't never been so confused in my life. It's weird. But it's a thing. Westworld's ignorance. That's what that was. I don't know how well that actually went, but, you know, I'm going to come back for the second episode. We'll see how good we get. There's 10 of these motherfuckers. We're going to keep on doing it. Uh, Yeah, you got questions? Tell me how bad this was, how annoyed you were that I was yelling in, in the mic talking about something that if you didn't watch, you couldn't follow along with at all. You know, I don't know how well I did with that, but it was an attempt. If you didn't like it, go fuck yourself. I don't care. I don't. Uh, but that's me. That's Ryan. That's Singer. And uh, you can go fuck yourself. I'll holler at you later. <laughs>